today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. You might have uh, noticed yesterday on the news, the Liberal government creating a new watchdog to review security and intelligence agencies and extending new powers to its spy agencies. What does this mean for our international relations and how does it affect you and I? Is it any different from what the previous government had in uh, in order? Let's bring in Stephanie Carvin. She is Assistant Professor of International Affairs, Carleton University, and with us now. Hello, Stephanie. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We greatly appreciate this. So uh, give us a, a, an overview here. What is there much different between this and the previous bill that uh, the Harper government had introduced? What's the difference here? Uh, there's a lot that's different here. Um, just the size of the bill is tantamount to that. So it runs 150 pages. So it's it's a substantial piece of legislation. And on top of that, like, you know, it, it, it's kind of an omnibus bill because within it, there's actually three acts, which uh, one is the creation of a national security and review agency, which will oversee all of the kind of intelligence activities of the government, something that uh, people have been uh, or experts have been wanting for some time. Secondly, there's going to be an intelligence commissioner who's going to be a little bit more in the weeds. Uh, that's going to basically be uh, investigating the way that databases are used and the way authorization for certain kind of cyber activities are going to be done. And finally, there's actually now the CSE, the Communication Security Establishment, which is like Canada's NSA, uh, our electronic spying agency. They now have their own act in law. So those are the three acts. And then that's on top of all the changes that were made to the previous Bill C-51. So there's a lot here for us to go through. Uh, What are the major changes in what was there before? Because we remember when the initial bill was introduced by the Harper government, uh, the Liberals were criticizing it quite a bit about it being an invasion of privacy. So what has this done to alleviate that? Well, I would focus on really two things. One is the the disruption aspect of it. And this kind of came out of a... I think a sentiment within the Harper government that, you know, intelligence agencies would know about people who wanted to do things such as traveling to Syria. And they would want, you know, when they said, well, why didn't you stop them from going? Let's just say, well, we don't have a mandate to do that. So it then said, fine, here you have a mandate now to disrupt any kind of these activities. And there was a lot of concern because, you know, um, CSIS doesn't have prosecutorial powers. So if you disrupt something, how are are you going to then put that person in jail? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of concern that way. So what this piece of legislation does is it actually says, well, what kinds of activities that CSIS can do? So we now know what those activities are and what the limitations on them are. And I think that's good because it's more transparent for Canadians, whereas before it was kind of a guessing game as to what actually was, was happening. Uh, the other aspect of it this is um, that I think we'll probably hear a lot about is the free speech aspect of it, which was, you know, before if you were you could be accused of basically inciting terrorism. And a lot of people felt that that was too wide of a definition that, mm-hmm. you know, it was too dangerous. That, you know, it actually impinged on freedom of speech and would not actually stand up to a charter challenge. So, you know, the courts could overturn it. So what they've done now is they've taken that away and they have turned it into more of a um, uh, you can't uh, encourage someone. Uh, to, or you can't, can't counsel, that's the term that you see, that you can't counsel someone to commit a terrorist offense. Uh, it appears that this is a lot more aggressive when it comes to defending ourselves against cyber attacks. Uh, we heard the defense minister say that, you know, in the past we just reacted when we were attacked. Now we will be aggressively attacking others. Expand on that a bit. 
So, okay, so in the bill, this is in the CSE Act and also to a certain extent in the Information Commissioner Act. But basically, yeah, they've fully come out and said, you know, we now do what they call active cyber operations. They don't use the term offensive. Uh, I think that's deliberate. Uh, but they now say we now do active cyber operations, which is essentially, you know, going after the people and trying to either stop attacks before they start or uh, going after people to prevent them from continuing an attack. Uh, it, it doesn't really specify to the degree that retaliation would be involved here. But basically, yeah, I mean, you know, we now have on paper the fact that, you know, in law that we can um, go after some of the people who might be trying to hack us. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.